This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, December marches on for all of us, and as we are in deep in the heart of the holidays, no matter what holidays that you are celebrating, it's a time that a lot of people take a holiday themselves. And our topic today is to maybe not let you totally off the hook, because we're going to be talking about a variety of strategies, but they're all designed for success, one. And two, the whole marketing aspect. And the years I've worked with authors, the thousands of authors I've worked with, that I would say over half of them say, I I hate marketing. I hate the whole business side of publishing. I don't want to do this. And my guest, who happens to be the founder, the visionary, the CEO of the Nonfiction Authors Association, she and I will kick you in the tush and say, knock that off because what you've got to do is recognize that if you want to sell books you're going to have to market and it's it they're, they're that's just the way it is they will not come knocking on your door which i know a lot of you would love to have happen uh, without you creating the buzz that makes it happen so with that let me introduce stephanie chandler she's also an author of several books including the nonfiction book marketing plan online and offline promotional strategies to build your audience and sell more books. So she is the founder, as I said, of the Nonfiction Authors Association. And each year she does a fabulous, fabulous conference called the Nonfiction Writers Conference. It is totally online. She's been featured in a variety of business events and on radio, as well as Entrepreneur Magazine, Business Week, and Wired. So with that, Stephanie, your credentials are there. Why don't we just jump into this? Welcome to Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. Hey, Judith. Thanks for having me back again. It's always fun to talk to you. I know. It's, 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 Stephanie, I finally met in person in Las Vegas this spring. It's like, whoa, all these years we've been talking, but now face-to-face, which I'm a, I do face-to-face conferences. She's the, the, the diva of the online circuit, so... <laughs> I, I will see that. But, you know, one of the things, um, uh, Stephanie, that, that I come across, besides, you know, trying to kick their tushes to, to uh, upend their website and make it more friendly and more interactive, etc., is I also find authors are really resistant to really jumping on blogging. And I think I'd like to start there and talk about what that has to do with marketing. And maybe a, a bunch of strategies and tips to take them to another level. Are you game? Yeah, I'm game. Let's do it. All right. So let, let's just just start at that. That I mean, are, are, do you get the same um, feedback I get that authors are resistant from to market to uh, to use blogging? Hundred <laughs> percent. 
<laughs> and I get lots of groans and rolled eyes when I talk about blogging and you know at conferences and things because you know we're all busy and we all have day jobs and I like to point out that even the New York Times best-selling authors have day jobs I mean I don't know of any author who has the luxury of you know marketing their books full-time so we all have to find a way to fit it in and blogging is one of my favorite ways to do that and and so for your blogging, I mean, you, you're like me. You're probably in the blogging. I'm always throwing out most, rarely is it anything personal for me. It's it's usually about how to get better at authoring and this business called publishing and that. I mean, that's, that's as the book shepherd, that's where I come off my blog. That's where I will be going in, in the more of the how-to, the fix-it, or maybe a reflective. Um, but usually they have more... I would say meat to them. What would you, what would you um, recommend for? Let's let's talk it at stages. Let's talk about the beginning blogger. What what should they be doing? Well, first of all, every author needs to identify who is your target audience. And you know, for those of us who write nonfiction, prescriptive nonfiction, it's it's usually pretty obvious who your target audience is. You know who you're writing for. You know what your expertise is, and that becomes your focus for your blogging and all of your marketing efforts. If you're listening to this and you write fiction or you write memoir and you're not really you know, focused on some sort of prescriptive topic, then you have to find the, the hook in your book. You know, Let's say you've written a memoir about Southern living. Right, um, or I'm thinking of there's an author named Beth Albright, and she writes these cute chiclet novels set in the South. She grew up in Alabama, and so her whole platform is built around Southern living. You know, she'll share cute um, stories about living in the South, recipes um, on Southern living. So you know, it's a matter of finding that hook, that topic that you can build your platform around. And I think this is a huge missing piece for a lot of writers because they're not sure what that should be. And once you figure that out, everything else in your marketing strategy starts to fall into place. Is that what, does that make sense, yep. Judith? Oh, oh, totally. I mean, and you're right. For those of us, and, and, you know, I write, I guess I would call it prescriptive nonfiction. I've always, I've, I've had three, in, in my writing career, which started in the 80s, that uh, first I wrote just exclusively about finance, personal finance. Then I evolved into toxic behavior in the workplace. And, and, then, and then that drilled down even further into the healthcare workplace. And now all I really write about is publishing-related entities. But you do. You're absolutely right. I can put down the top of my laptop, Stephanie, and I know exactly who I'm writing for. I, they, they are across from me. I can have a conversation and a cup of tea with them. Yeah, figuring that out changes your whole marketing strategy. It makes it so much easier because then you ask yourself, you know, what are their needs, their challenges, their interests? How can you solve their challenges? Or how can you, you know, provide value and, and give them what they're looking for? That, is, that changes the whole trajectory of your marketing plan. Uh, exactly, and if you if you don't have that kind of connection with your potential buyer of your book, your reader, you I, my experience is you're going to flounder a lot. 
Yeah, and I've seen that a lot with um, consulting clients, you know, where, oh, sure, I've been blogging. I wrote about the vacation I just went on and, you know, what I'm doing over the Christmas break. And, you know, that that doesn't help the audience in any way. It's not about you. It's not about your book. It's about your audience and just bringing them entertainment, information, value, what do they care about? And if you don't know what they care about, do a survey. We just launched a survey this week. You know, we're always trying to understand our audience better. So ask those tough questions. What are your challenges? What are you interested in? And, and the other thing that I do that um, has always helped me with finding blog content and even book content is I pay attention to the questions that my audience asks me. You know, if you're, if you're engaged with your community, you're getting questions by email or social media or in your added events. And questions that you, every single question I answer becomes a piece of content. Because if I don't have a piece of content to send you to answer that question, I am creating one to answer that question. Because you're not the only person who has that question. So that is a great way to start building your blog. Sit down and make a list of questions that you, you answer for your audience, and that becomes a, a great editorial calendar for you. Right, mm-hmm. Judith? I'm sure you do the same thing. I, I do. And here's, the, and here's the other side of that, you know, that triggered um, the questions is a lot of us that, as, as an author, all of a sudden you moved into another arena. You're moving into the expertise arena. That's why, you know, you've got it in the book. But think about when you started in the path and originally that you were naive, you were ignorant, you had all these questions yourself and tapping onto your idea of creating a blog calendar from questions, which I love, Stephanie, is that you could take a calendar of the questions you first had and now you know the answers of and sometimes you take it for granted that everyone else does, which is a problem that I think that we all can slip into. Don't, Absolutely. Don't so. Yeah, and that becomes fodder for your next book, right? I, I love one of my favorite quotes is that Tony, Tony Morrison, you know, if there's a book you want to read but it hasn't been written yet, then you must write it. And that has been my philosophy for every book I've ever written, you know, that I want to address the questions that I had when I was starting out. Or when I was beginning book marketing, or my very first book was a business startup guide, and I wrote that book, even though there were plenty of business startup guides out there, and I read them all, I wrote it because there were questions that I had that weren't answered in other books. Like, for example, how to negotiate a commercial lease. You Mm -hmm. know, that wasn't in any of the books I read, so that went into the book I wrote. Mm -hmm. So these questions that we're getting from our audience just become so powerful in helping us connect with them and give them what they're looking for. That sounds like a poster should, that should be made, Stephanie. <laughs> Questions equal power. You've got yeah. the answers. Or something like that. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. I mean, that you could pull together. I mean, I, I, I make a gazillion posters, and I love to post those out because those are those quotes. I even ended up writing a book of all my little quotes. Um, there was, you know, over 250 and I still was counting, but I thought I better stop. So, you know, you, you have it. But the bottom line is Stephanie and I are a huge believer that, that actually having a blog, getting up running, even if you only have one reader, could be you for a while, as you build it, it becomes a core 
and part of your infrastructure for your authoring success. So that that's something that's just so important to understand. And then the other side, Stephanie, is I always say that you, you pick a day and and post it every day uh, on that day. That's your day, whether it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't care what day it is. Find a day and be consistent and push it out that way. Yeah, and you can also pre-schedule your content if you want to. You know, statistically, the more often you blog, the more traffic your site is going to receive. All right, so, so it, it, hold that thought. We're going to take a yep. quick break. Okay. We'll come back to stats and building uh, followers. This is Author You, your guide to book publishing. With me is Stephanie Chandler of the Nonfiction Authors Association, and we've got lots more for you. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you? Or another, Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being good with it. If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. Impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so with me is Stephanie Chandler, and we are really talking about um, the, the infrastructure of your success. 
And we really kicked it off with blogging and spent the first quarter talking about blogging. And we were just kissing on some of the analytics and what to look like. And I had mentioned that sometimes blogging feels really lonely. You don't have any idea who's out there, if anyone's watching you, if they're following you. Um, and it used to be, Stephanie, in the old days, that the way they got your blog, um, that's before Hootsuite and all those things came along, that they had to subscribe to your RSS feed. And yeah. now that's just not the case because we all put our stuff out there when we have new things floating around. We do. And and one of the, the wonderful things about blogging is that it helps Google find you. So that getting back to the statistics about the more often you blog, the more traffic your site is going to receive, think about how every time you produce a piece of content, you give Google another reason to find you. And I always think back to um, several years ago, I had a client say to me, I wish you'd write a blog post about how to autograph books. And I thought, well, pff, you know, you get a pen, you sign your name, how complicated is it? And then I got to thinking about my own experience and how I'd been caught with, I only had like a cheap hotel stick pen and, and I hadn't really thought about what my salutation would be. And when you have a line of people, you have to kind of do, you do need a plan. And so I sat down and I wrote a blog post on how to autograph books. And um, it turns out that that became the most popular blog on our uh, publishing company website for years and years and years. Like this, this blog post is like six years old, and it's still the most popular post because what happens is when you go to Google and you type in how to autograph books, you find that article. So you just never know what piece of content is going to take off, and each piece of content gives Google another reason to find you, and it also becomes the heart of your social media strategy. So you're, you know, if you don't know what to share on social media, blog, because each post can get shared on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and you know, all of the sites or any of the sites that you're using. So I recommend people start with a minimum of two blog posts a week, and I know that's a lot, and I know people kind of recoil when I say that, but I promise you that over time, as you monitor the traffic to your site, you're going to see the value of blogging, and it's going to bring people to your site. It, it is. You know, one of my blogging tips, because I have a, a buried, and I had actually on my calendar, because we had this discussion, um, I, I did in October my annual author tea, and I had 120 people show up at my house. Kind of upset some of the neighborhood with all the cars. Wow. <laughs> But but and we and we had about twenty authors featured here, and and they were all selling their books and and I do literally a high tea you know it's it's freebie it's my gift, um, to sort support the authors I work with, and um, that it's it starts off with well what should I put in my you know as I sign books, and I said well the first thing I'm going to tell you to do besides finding a favorite pen and you stick with that pen. So, because the next thing I'm going to do is you're going to pre-sign all your books and you're going to come up with some kind of little saying or something like that and add your name to it. And, and then when you, someone buys the book, you can add their name to it. And meanwhile, you can have some eyeball contact with them instead of having your head down the whole time is your writing. And it always boggles my mind that people don't think about doing a pre-sign when I went into an event uh, like I just Stephanie I had the uh, about an hour before uh, we started this call I had a call from a local hospital that wanted 500 copies of my book 
one of my books for Great. gifts for their entire nursing staff. Well, that makes me want to do a happy dance. But that uh, also I have to pre-sign them all. And and I just said, would you like me to personalize them with their name or do you want me just to sign my name and something else? And they said, just go ahead and do that. Now, I could have gone over to the hospital and just, and you know, parked myself for the day. But the reality is I'll have I'll have those all done in a couple of hours and they'll be all boxed up and they're gone um, and doing that. And I've just found that when you stick with one color of pen, whatever your color is, I usually, you know, sign my in purple uh, that that I just stick with that Sharpie. And I always have I buy 10 at a time so I don't run out. But that's one of my tips when it comes to autographing. Wonderful. So, good. All right. So, blog twice a week. Gulp. We all I, we all heard you kind of sink here. But here's the other thing we, we need to say: your blog does not have to be a thousand words. <clears throat> you don't have to do that. You can make if you if you ever read Seth Golden. Sometimes his is two lines. But he, but he blogs every day. That's right. You know, and you so, also don't have to produce all of your own content, right? You can invite others to contribute. You can do interviews. You can do all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So you 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 can do that, and 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 I remember our mutual friend Joan Stewart. One of her tips was that why don't you take your blog that you've now written up and just turn on your video camera and now give it in video form and then upload it to YouTube. I thought that was a great idea. Yeah, that is great. So and take and then, that a step further and have your YouTube videos transcribed, you know, by somebody overseas, because written content also has a lot of power with Google. As do video, but if you give both, wow, that's really powerful. Yes, well, but my way was I started with the written blog, now I'm going to video. But we can go the other way around. You know, Love and it. That's, that's what Stephanie said. So what, we're, what we actually were, were introducing, one of my favorite words is called repurpose. And that one of my tips for blogging is if I have a blog more than two years old, I will go back in and really look at it and do a repurpose. So I don't have to always have brand new content that I just created and seeded in my brain. I did this a couple of years ago, but maybe there's a new twist, a new variation, a new version, a new story that can come in. Yeah, absolutely. So love it. That's, yeah, that's what I'm for. All right, so let's let's jump on the author website, Stephanie. Um, what do you what do you suggest for an author website? Well, certainly as a platform, WordPress is. Yeah. The best way to go. It's just yeah. powerful. It's user friendly. Um, it's it's inexpensive to have a website design. It's it's the prices have come down so much over the years. Um, you can easily get a really attractive website design for under a thousand dollars. In some cases, even under five hundred. And so, and and here's the thing about your author website. I'm always looking for great examples to share. And I continue to be astonished at how many bad author websites are out there. You know, and your website can make you look, you know, much more established than maybe you already are. So great website design can really have an impact on potential readers, on the media professionals who are looking for people to interview. So, you know, a great professionally designed website that's got a book page that describes your book, that um, has links to purchase your book, whether it's from Amazon or from you directly. Um, that you've covered these bases, you've made it easy, and and please, please, please have a sign-up box for your email list. Every author needs an email list. 
And even if you don't know who you're going to send it to and you don't know what you're going to send, start collecting email addresses because when somebody gives you their email address, they're giving you permission to market to them. That's Seth Godin speaking right there. Yes. So you want to be collecting those email addresses. It's still as powerful as it ever was to build a mailing list. And and, and here you, you've mentioned Seth Golden. I mean, I'm a big fan of his as well. And I think that that's the website. And so your opt-in and all that. And it's, so that website, you, you provide content, you collect emails, you develop trust, and you build relationship with people who keep coming back. Absolutely. You know, that, that's what I'm for. All right. So what else would a website? Well, here's a tip. I get a lot of authors um, want to be speakers, right? They want to get out and, and do some professional speaking. And mm -hmm. one of the easiest ways to start doing that is to add a speaker page to your website. Yes. And it's as simple as, you know, listing a few topics that you cover. Make sure your topics are focused on your target mm -hmm. audience. You don't want to overwhelm people. You don't want to have 15 topics that cover everything from dog training to raising children, right? You want to stay focused on your target audience. And I recommend that you come up with a really sizzling topic title, and then you write a description and the benefits that the audience receives from your presentation. Oftentimes, the people who book speakers are, will copy and paste that description into their program. So think about what you would be sending to somebody who's going to feature you as a speaker. And you know, in getting started to speaking, you have so many opportunities in your own backyard with trade associations and chambers of commerce and service groups like Rotary and Kiwanis. And so you know, as I know, it's a goal for many, many authors, add a speaker page to your site, put your content, your topics on there. If you've got any photos or, or you better get videos of you speaking, put that on that page or add it as you get it and add testimonials as you collect them from the events where you appear. And that can really um, help you build that side of your author business. Uh, yes, and, and, there, and the other thing is that on that speaker tab, I mean, which I believe speaking is the number one way to sell books. It's always been my preferred choice of yeah. going down that path. So with that said, that uh, you you want to start those testimonials. You want to create a one sheet, which for our listeners, I, I did a full program on how to structure a one sheet, and I've got a really good blog on that. Up that on my site, that it's really important to have that, and that's where a testimonial will go, some of your topics will go, what your expertise is, and you always want to remember who in, in when you're writing for that kind of thing is that that your audience for your book, this is now who's the audience for the for who's going to hire you, and that's called the meeting planner. So you got to make it, there's tips and tricks on how to make it really easy for that. All right, we're at our halfway mark. We're going to take a quick break. Stephanie Chandler is with us. She is the CEO of the Non-Fictures Authors Association, and I'm Judith Browse. We've got a lot to cover, and we want to get into some more really killer authoring and marketing tips. We'll be right back. Is your 
Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand and reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need to maximize your book's potential color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602 866 3226 1106Design. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing question. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right. So with me is Stephanie Chandler. We're talking about a variety of things, but it's really about creating your author success. 
Um, and I and I think that uh, Stephanie and I are both come from the deal that if you're going to be successful, it's going to have to be you have to take the attitude. If I'm going to be successful, it's going to be up to me. Um, that we would love to be kept. We would love to have other people take over and do everything. So you have to think about that. Um, but the reality is there's no guarantees. And two, that can get really expensive. Any thoughts on that, Stephanie? Yeah, you know, one of the questions I get that makes me cringe is how do I outsource my marketing? And, you know, authors, we're all busy once again, and, and, and authors who have a budget say, let me just hire somebody to do it for me. And I just don't believe in that. And I've seen authors spend tens of thousands of dollars trying to, you know, game the bestseller lists and, and have companies run their book marketing. But with the, you know, small profit margin in books, it's really hard to earn back your investment. So unless you're using your book as a tool to, you know, bring people into a bigger business with higher profit margins, it's really hard to justify the cost of outsourcing all of your marketing. And by the way, I just don't believe it works that way. So, you know, you have to be involved. You know your audience best. I think a great virtual assistant, a savvy assistant can help you with those marketing tasks. But you've got to have your finger on the pulse of your author business. And that's really um, the, the thing. Outsource stuff. People always ask me, well, what should a virtual assistant do? And I said, well, I guess I would start with the stuff that I hate to do. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> for sure. We actually put together a task list for your virtual assistant. I don't know the link off the top of my head, but if you search you know, book marketing task list for virtual assistant, you'll find it. And, um, you know, yeah, hand over all the stuff you hate to do because that's – free up your time to do the things you enjoy doing. Absolutely. Right. And just and move it on. And it's, it's, it's like the old saying when you ask someone what time is it and they tell you how a, a, a watch works or how your yeah. clock works. I don't care. I just want to yeah. know what time it is. So if, you're, if that's your MO, then you need to find someone who will take part – all the technical stuff and and yep. do that for you. Absolutely. Which, which I would be all for in the process. All right. So with that said, that if you were to let's let's talk, maybe we let's we're past the baby steps. Let's talk let's get into some really maybe some more advanced, some advanced things. You've been out there, you're not so maybe you're not long in the tooth, but yeah. you You've been out there. Some stuff's worked. Some hasn't. Uh, you don't have so much of a fear factor. You're willing to put your, your neck out and your toe in the water. What were some of the things that you would suggest? Well, number one is get more book reviews. You know, this yeah. is a, such an important strategy. Book reviews factor in to book sales on Amazon, not only from potential readers looking to maybe buy your book, but for Amazon's algorithms you know, the more book reviews you have, the more am popular Amazon views your book to be. And it's in Amazon's best interest to help cross-promote your book. So if you're generating lots of reviews, Amazon is going to give higher priority to your book in competing searches. So one of my favorite ways to get book reviews is to go out and look at who has reviewed similar books to yours. And every Amazon book reviewer has a, a, a public Amazon profile. So if you click on a book reviewer's name on one of your competing books, 
it will show you their public Amazon profile. And about eight mm -hmm. times out of 10, book reviewers list their personal email address. And they do that because they want free review books. Right? They want you to contact them and offer up your book. And you say, hey, I saw that you reviewed XYZ book. My book is in that genre. I, I would love to send you a review copy if you're interested. And so you can go through and find all the reviewers of competing book titles. And also there's a piece of software that actually saves you so much time and does this for you. It's called Book Review Targeter. Mm -hmm. Debbie Drum created it. It's brilliant. Basically you type in the names of all of those competing books, and it goes out and crawls Amazon and brings you back a spreadsheet of all the reviewers who had contact information. So if you want to save time, uh, go Google Book Review Targeter. It's phenomenal software. And yes. that's one of just many ways to generate more book reviews. They're so important. Yeah, I, you know, I totally agree with you. And, and I'm, a, I'm a fan of Debbie Drum's program. I've done a couple of webinars with her. Um, to promote it out, and I, I just really recommend it um, to everyone. So maybe what I'll do is I'll write up an article and post it on the show page so people can zap over and, and pick it up because I think it's well worth it. It's a good investment. And, and I also, you know, I think it's important to say maybe we can kiss on some of this, Stephanie, that there are a lot of free things out there, and there's a lot of free things that are junk, and there's yeah. a lot of free things that... Um, that are, are really um, door openers to get you to go into other arenas. So, and I will say that Debbie Drum's program is not free. It's very reasonably priced, though, and it it does wonders. It's it I I've seen um, results for clients who have bought it. Well, and there's a lot of grumbles from people about you know. Um, free versus paid. I'm not a big believer in free services. Like you kind of get what you pay for. Mm -hmm. So I'm always willing to invest. There's like most recently Goodreads announced that you now have to pay to participate in their giveaway programs. And I say, you know, wow, why didn't this happen sooner? <laughs> you know, because they are running a business as are you. And so you've got to be willing to invest in your, you know, success. By the way, that's also a business write-off. As an author, you have a business. So things that you invest in marketing and in publishing and in all the educational programs you, you know, participate in with Judith or with myself or with Debbie Drum, those are all business write-offs. So don't be afraid to spend that money. Exactly. So when, like, like, like Stephanie does her online conference that she does in, uh, uh, you, d you did one in the fall in November, correct? Right, and our big annual conference is every May. It's a three-day event with 15 speakers all online. It's a ton of fun. And, uh, you know, we're going to have a really exciting keynote speaker this year. I can't announce yet, but uh, look forward to sharing that with all of you. Last year we had Seth Godin, which was amazing. So working on uh, topping that for this coming year, which is okay. not an easy task. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good for you. But so – the thing is, those are a couple of ideas that you can go on, and um, let me give you another idea that that I'm a, I think it's a good marketing tip. It's a no-brainer. It's not there's a free version. I'm going to tell you not to do the free version, but to use something like Paper Live, P A P E R dot L I, and that create your own newspaper. You can do a daily, you can do a weekly, you can do a monthly. I would stay away from the monthly. And that the beauty of this baby is about best about an hour of your uh, hour and a half your time. It uh, for the more advanced version, it's like ten bucks a month, 
and that what it allows you to do is curate others people's content people that you admire that you trust that you think puts out good stuff and you can curate from their blogs and their tweets uh, their facebook postings whatever you choose to do and and what it does is that then it keeps your name like mine mine's called the book shepherd daily and that it, and you, one of the people you curate is your stuff too but once you have it set up and that it just does it automatically and it becomes a no-brainer and i think that that has a lot of merit uh and that keeps google happy you've got to feed google stephanie's you know uh, referred to that several times um she didn't say it feed it but it, it it's hungry so the more content you provide it's happy in that so i i'm a, a user of paper live what else do you like to do stephanie well Here's one I think is underutilized. Participate in online groups. And here's the thing. If you're, if you're a member of a community that reaches your target audience and you have a book coming out and you've been actively participating in that community, you've got access to potentially thousands of people. You know, in my own experience, Judith, you know that I happen to be a widow and I'm involved in a number of online groups for widows. And it's just something that I naturally gravitated to four years ago when I lost my husband. And it was something that had really helped me through a very difficult time. But what has happened is I am now part of communities with thousands and thousands of people. I'm an active participant. So what do you think I'm going to do when I finally get that book written for my you know, fellow widows in a new genre that I've never touched before? Imagine what is going to happen when I reach out to these groups and say, hey, I have a book available for you, mm -hmm. it's incredibly powerful. And I'm not just joining today and promoting my book. I'm joining and becoming an active participant. And that will also allow me to have relationships with the group moderators where I can reach out and say, hey, I've got this book coming out. Would it be okay with you if I share? Maybe they'll offer. Maybe you can do a book giveaway. And you know, give away five copies and get people really excited about it. The power of online groups is incredible. And not just as being a member, but maybe starting your own. As Judith, I know you have one. I've got a couple as well. Groups are uh, totally overlooked by authors, I think. All right. Let's come back and let's kiss on groups a little bit more. We're going to take a final break. We'll be back with another 12 minutes of goodies for you. And... Um, is your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles and we'll be right back with more great information right after these the book shepherding concept is simple the publishing world is changing and so must you you need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. 
Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today. 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207. Or email her at Judith at Bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at My Book Shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer-focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right. So some final ideas and dealing to really push your book out there in success and things that we've come across. And one of the things I asked uh, Stephanie Chandler during one of our breaks was, was there anything that stood out um, in then that she thought would be of interest that she had from a recent summit? So what would that and anything there that you can think of besides the things that we've been talking about? Well, one thing that I've been really hot on this year is doing kind of what we're doing right now. I really think this is a great time to become a podcaster. You know, podcasting has been around for a while, but um, it's kind of where blogging was 10 years ago. 10 years ago, there were um, thousands of blogs. Today, there are millions. You know, right now, there are thousands of podcasts. In 10 years, there will be millions. And, you know, Apple CarPlay 
is now available in 200 makes of cars, which basically puts the Apple iPhone app into your car's dashboard, which includes the podcast app. And I think that is so fascinating. And I'm dying to get a new car just because I want Apple CarPlay in my car because I love podcasts. And if you have that in your dashboard, you can listen to you know whatever you want to listen to. And it's you know inexpensive to host a podcast. You can syndicate with Liberated Syndication um, for like $10 a month. And you can start to build an audience and get in on this incredible wave that's happening in the podcast community. Did you know I have a um, I have a new car? I don't remember seeing anything on Apple CarPlay. Yeah, you know it's only certain makes of cars, but um, but from my understanding, there's 200 different models of cars that are coming off the assembly line with that as an option, and I think it's just so exciting. Got it. Well, no, it is exciting. And is it going to be? A, is it a freebie? Is it like turning on your radio, or is, do you have to subscribe to it? I believe that the applications are free. Uh, certainly podcasting, you can listen to those for free. Um, you can also sync your Apple Music. Like I have an Apple Music subscription. So all of that, you can even check your, your messages um, on your dashboard of your car. I mean, it's really incredible. Um, and my understanding is you can go out and like to a custom stereo shop and get it installed in your car. That's mm-hmm. something I plan to investigate over the uh, holiday break. But yeah, I think that that tells me where the future of podcasting is going. In fact, Apple won't even let you delete the podcast app off your iPhone. So Apple's very invested in seeing that podcast become um, successful. Uh, so you know, it's just a great time. And you can define the format. You can have a 10-minute podcast. You can have an hour-long podcast. You can publish every day. You can publish once a month. You can publish once a week. Um, so you know, and there's there's a great resource on iTunes. John Lee Dumas has a great course on how to start a podcast. It's free. It's like nine or ten different downloads. Uh, look for it on iTunes, John Lee Dumas free podcast course, and he really covers all the equipment you need and what you need to set it up. It's pretty amazing. And and that is that that's just ideal to do. And and this is why a lot of radio stations, I mean, they're they're screaming to get into streaming their old shows as well. Yeah. And you're seeing that in, and you're seeing revenue. I mean, it, it, there's a huge switch on. So I, I think that that's, that's worthwhile to check into, where things get delivered. So it's called Liberated Syndicate? Liberated Syndication. The website is libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. And that will automatically syndicate your recordings to iTunes and some of the other uh, podcast networks. Well, that's always that's always good to know. I'll share that information um, with our others. All right, so podcasting is group, and you know what? There are some other things I wanted to add in onto the the group area. I know we're doing some rebranding on Author U, which has been like Author University, and we're changing it to Author Y-O-U. I like it better; it's more inclusive. And um, and it was interesting feedback that I was able to make an announcement to the. Uh, the group on LinkedIn, which there's over 16,600 people in that group that I started five years ago. And, Fabulous. Yeah, and, and so that's the kind of thing that, you know, all of you, when you start these groups, it's, it is little. It's little stuff, but, you know, we're, we're, we get 20 to 30 requests a day for people to join it on that. And we, we try to go through, we have to kind of check them out that they're legit, <laughs> which is always important 
to, to have in those areas. So do start a group. Um, and and that after a while, they start to run themselves. That's what we found. Stephanie, have you found that? Yeah, absolutely. I, it, you definitely, when it gets bigger, you need to uh, um, assign people to help moderate the group. Um, but other than that, yeah, they tend to kind of self-manage in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. Which, which, which does make a difference. So that. All right. So groups, start a, start a group. We recommend that. Uh, do a podcast. I mean, that's what we're doing here. And we've been doing this for almost four years now. And it's, it, you, do get, you do get loyal followings, people listening in. And, and there's, it, it is crowded. Um, I, I wish there was a really complete dictionary that you could tap into online. Because I think actually iTunes is hard to navigate. Yeah, it is a little confusing. If you, but if you search for keywords or topics you're interested in, it makes it a little easier to find the shows. Or, you know, I, I'm interested in certain authors, so I'll type in an author's name in iTunes and find all the, the episodes where they've been interviewed. There's some really cool ways to find content there. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's just work on that. All right, so you've got that. You've got your book. Um, any other any other tidbits you'd like to share, Stephanie, that you found in, in through your years as you've gone through this that people seem to simple things that they forget forget about? Yeah, well, you know, guest blogging, writing for um, blogs that reach your target audience. You know, you can leverage the audience of other people in your industry or in your genre and reach their established audience by contributing guest content. Um, also, get on Google and search for, let's say you've written um, a memoir, you could search for memoir book review and find all the websites and blogs that review memoir. We can learn a lot from the romance novelists because they've really nailed the book review um, method of marketing because if, if you read romance novels, and these people tend to read them like dozens at a time, there are hundreds of blogs that review romance novels. So if I were a romance novelist, I'd go out and I'd offer a review copy to every single one of those sites because you're going to reach their audience um, and get more readers. Mm-hmm. And, and, the re- and reviewers, and as, as Stephanie said, there are ways to go in on Amazon and all, look at your competitors, books that are competing to you. You'll find out people have reviewed them. You can contact them about reviewing your book. You know, and they—they've already shown they like the book, so and it does count. I mean, I think the magic number now, Stephanie, is that you need to have at least eighty reviews before Amazon really kicks in and starts supporting you. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I've heard that. I—I've seen it happen at less than that. I don't think you have to get to eighty, but that is a fabulous goal. Uh, yeah, and and. <laughs> Having 80 is great, but then and then, by the way, it 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 seems to multiply after that. I know I had one client. All of a sudden, he's got 500 reviews on his book, um, and it's a military book. But it just you know it took a while to creep it up, and then all of a sudden, it just went ballistic on him. So, it, uh, that's, it, it, that's it, fabulous. It's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's worthwhile. That's the way to go, and it's a not good nonfiction book. All right, so 
when is your next program, Stephanie? When what are the dates do you know for your online program so people can yeah. kind of noodle that? Yeah, nonfictionwritersconference.com. Our next event is May 2nd through 4th, 2018. You can um, already pre-register for a pretty substantial discount. Um, and I've also got a free trial if anybody wants to try out the Nonfiction Authors Association. The uh, link is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash try N-F-A-A, try Nonfiction Authors Association. And that will take you to a 14-day free trial where you can access all our past teleseminar recordings and the content we release every week and the discounts. We've got discounts with partners like Ingram Spark and Office Depot and um, uh, PR Newswire and ProfNet and Gebby Press. I mean, it goes on and on and on. So would love for um, some of your listeners to come check us out there as well. It's bit.ly slash try and FAA. All right. So bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y, everyone. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, you have to you get the dot in there, bit.ly, and then forward, is it two forward slashes? or just one, one forward slash try and FAA. All right, so Nonfiction Authors Association. So if you, if you yeah, and if you have any questions, feel free to email me, Stephanie, at nonfictionauthorsassociation.com. I'm happy to answer questions for anybody listening today. Terrific. All right, so we're going to do a wrap-up. And um, I'll just let you know, next week we're going to be doing some programming around creating an online course on your nonfiction book, which should be very cool. I've just finished doing one on my crowdfunding book, the crowdfunding guide for authors and writers. And it was, um, it, it really was a journey. I learned a lot, Stephanie, in the process. I bet you did. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone have a fabulous week. We'll be with you. Happy publishing. Keep writing and here's to your success. Thanks, Stephanie Chandler. being a part of your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles each week 